The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, Donald Trump secured a resounding victory in the first 2024 Republican presidential contest in the caucus in Iowa last night. So what happens next? Joining me with an update is Terry Sheridan, managing editor of WSHU Public Radio. Terry, good morning. Hey, good morning to you, Pat. A resounding victory. Are the final figures in? Uh, 95% of the vote is in, but right now Trump is leading 51%. He got 51% of the vote. DeSantis has come in second with 21%. Nikki Haley in third with 19%. And uh, Vivek Ramaswamy has, uh, he got only 8%. He's gone and he's endorsed Donald Trump. That's right. He he was the first one to fall, so to speak. Um, he always positioned himself as a younger version of Donald Trump, never really caught traction, even though he did catch a few headlines. So it's no surprise that he dropped out. No surprise that he immediately endorsed Trump. Now, this was the most resounding victory for any Republican candidate in a Republican caucus in Iowa ever. I think the biggest margin of victory before was something like 12% for Bob Dole. Um, There was never a President Dole. So obviously, you know, winning Iowa does not necessarily guarantee you the main prize. But Trump must be absolutely delighted. He is. I mean, he set the goal. One was to beat that dull number of the margin of victory. And the other one was to get over 50 percent, which he did. Um, so, again, he if you listen to his speech last night, it was very I don't want to say conciliatory because it really wasn't. But it was almost like the election victory speech he gave back in 2016 when he said we have to come together. We have to work together, Republican and Democrat, conservative and liberal. Uh, he did manage to get a dig into uh, both DeSantis and Haley. But uh, besides that, um, no, he is he has he's in fine fettle. Mm -hmm. Nearly two thirds of caucus goers uh, believe his false claims about voter fraud and believe that Biden did not legitimately win the presidency. That's kind of concerning, given that all those people close to Donald Trump believe the opposite. That's true. Now, again, something to remember about Iowa is, one, it is only it's less than one percent of the American population. And two, it is not representative of the American population as whole. It's very conservative. Uh, There's a large evangelical community. It is largely white. So, again, their feelings in Iowa do not necessarily represent those of most Americans or most Republican Americans. However, yes, that is something that we're seeing, that Trump is Trump's message, the one that he's been peddling since January 7th, um, is is catching on with the Republican base and has caught on. And also, 60 percent said Trump would still be fit to serve as president, even if convicted of a crime. That is probably the most concerning. But on the other, but again, just stating it, on the other hand, if you believe that all the cases against him are fraudulent, that he's being persecuted, then to them, that doesn't mean that he actually committed the crime. You know, they're saying, you know, Trump has said, and they're believing that this is a political witch hunt. And so if you're convicted of a crime and you don't believe the charges are fair or accurate, or you're going to believe that he's still able and morally fit to, to lead the country. Now, obviously, the only reason there is an ongoing contest is uh, the belief or the suspicion or perhaps the precautionary principle 
that should Donald Trump not run for whatever reason, be it health or the law or imprisonment or whatever it might be, the Supreme Court, that uh, it's well worth staying in to be in second place to seize the day. Absolutely. I mean, Nikki Haley is making the case that, you know, the America doesn't want, she actually said it last night, America deserves better than having a Trump-Biden rematch. She is now in a better position than Ron DeSantis, even though she came in third and uh, by only about 2,000 votes as they head into New Hampshire. So Nikki Haley, if she can get out of New Hampshire with a strong second place finish or perhaps even a first place finish and then get into South Carolina, where she was former governor, she could be in a position to legitimately challenge or extend the campaign Trump as we head into the convention over the summer. Um, but the Republicans, two Republicans remaining, both DeSantis and Haley, do have to be very careful about how they attack Donald Trump because his base and the base of the Republican Party is his and he has a stronghold on it. So uh, the the way forward, uh, what did DeSantis take out of last night? Uh, What did he say? Well, he was very angry that uh, the race was called while people were still caucusing. It was only called 31 minutes, I believe, after uh, the polls opened or the, the caucuses began. So he used that to his benefit, saying, hey, you basically told people to go home, and which a lot did because there was only 110,000 people who voted. It was about half of what was expected and about you know 75,000 over under what was done in, in 2016. DeSantis says he's got a he says it's a two person race. He's off to New Hampshire, but he hasn't had a strong game in New Hampshire. New Hampshire is a much more moderate state for Republicans. He hasn't put many resources in it. He's running out of money. So it'll be interesting to see how he does there. That could be his final stand. Yeah, in terms of money, uh, how is Nikki Haley faring? Has she got uh, plenty of loot in the war chest? Well, I wouldn't say she's got plenty of loot, but she's got enough to get her going into South Carolina. And that's basically her game plan. If she can win in South Carolina, hold on until South Carolina and win in South Carolina, which is not a foregone conclusion, then more money will come in. Right now, she's in a good position financially. Ron DeSantis, he's put all of his eggs in the basket that is Iowa. All right, Terry Sheridan, Managing Editor of WSHU Public Radio. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.